Welcome, Welcome to Dead House. Stay out of the basement. Monster blood. Say cheese and die. The curse of the mummy's tomb. Let's get invisible. Night a living dummy. The girl cried monster. Welcome to Camp Nightmare. The ghost next door. The haunted mask. Be careful what you wish for. Piano lessons can be murder. The werewolf of fever swamp. You can't scare me. One day at Horrorland. Why I'm afraid of bees. Monster blood too. Deep trouble. The scarecrow walks at midnight. Go eat worms. Ghost beach. Return of the money. Phantom of the auditorium. Attack of the mutant. My hairiest adventure. A night in terror tower. The cuckoo clock of doom. Monster blood three. It came from beneath the sink. Night of the living dummy two. The barking ghost. The horror camp jelly jam. Revenge of the lawn gnomes. A shocker on shock street. The haunted mask two. The headless ghost. The abominable snowman of Pasadena. How I got my shrunken head. Night of the Living Dummy 3, Bad Hair Day, Egg Monsters from Mars, The Beast from the East, Say Cheese and Die Again, Again. Ghost Camp, How to Kill a Monster, Legend of the Lost Legend, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns, Vampire Breath, Calling All Creeps, Beware the Snowman, How I Learned to Fly, Chicken Chicken, Don't Go to Sleep, The Blob That Ate Everyone, The Curse of Camp Cold Lake, My Best Friend is Invisible, Deep Trouble 2, The Haunted School, Werewolf skin, I live in your basement. Monster Blood 4. Listener beware, you're in for a scare. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. Ah! The saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. The saber's hungry. Stay in the basement! I must have your beautiful hands. I would just like to say that I did that from memory. I would just like to say that there are some times when I am sitting and I'm waiting for a while that I just whisper these out loud to myself in order or in my head. Totally. I do the same thing. Do you remember that one time we were at we were at Hot Wings Cafe and I wouldn't let you leave until you <laughs> did it just right? Yes. And I thank you for that. When I'm, do- when I'm doing it, I see all the covers flying through my brain and I can see them showing up in my eyes. Wow, that sounds really beautiful. <laughs> we are going to take a look back at the first 62 Goosebumps books because Woo! we made it through. We did it. You did it. A little retrospective, a little reflection on what we've learned and how we've grown and just to give it some love. In the last four years. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. So we have a list of questions that we're going to ask each other. Do you want to start up? Like, do we want, maybe you ask me a question and then I ask you a question, but we both answer the questions and we just go back and forth? Yes. Okay. Um, I just, I just forgot what I just said. Who's starting? Okay. I'll ask you this question and then you answer it and then I'll give my answer. Okay, great. And we have a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, just like a bunch of fun. This will be fun and silly. This is, this. are you having fun yet? Are you having so much fun? <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun for us. Literally, I took all... All the Goosebumps books in my apartment, and we just laid them out and stared at them for a while. Yeah, and we took pictures, and then we just stared at them some more. Yeah, same. Okay. They look so beautiful. Okay, Daniel. Okay. Out of these original 62 Goosebumps books, which book surprised you, slash you found it 
if you found you liked it way more than you remember? Um, I have a few answers yeah. for this question. Um, the first one that comes to mind is why I'm afraid of bees. Oh, okay. I always think of that book. Uh, I always thought number of that book. seventeen. I thought of that book as a little bit of a dud. Yeah. And I actually had a good time reading it, and I appreciate its bright colors. Yeah, and it was sort sexy of the weirdness and fun, that it brings. Yeah, I think it's it was so much more fun than I initially thought. Yeah. Or or remembered it to be. Jerry Lutz, Lutz the Clutz. Yes, of course. And I think it has a good little place in the late teens there in the series. Yeah. Um. The next, the the other two that sprung to mind are right next to each other. Mm. Um. Fifty two and fifty three. Okay. How I learned to fly and chicken chicken um i really appreciated the sort of creepy um malibu house haunted house where the book was found for how i learned to fly yeah and i thought i forgot that there was like a, a a spook element to it oh there's a spook house and i love that it got a little ridiculous and i love sort of like the uh, looking back the sort of like um preteen love triangle sort of feel and i think i like that it was in california i i don't know it was i I was a little it was more fun than i remembered yeah and then chicken chicken all i remember is like i I remembered like stuff at the school happening but i didn't remember all the stuff at the house and how twisted it is and how nasty it gets and it's country town feel and i just i had a really good time reading it those are my answers i love that which one surprised you or not as bad as you (laughs) thought they were i always for some reason hated the ghost next door growing up like Mm. i thought it was so bad and Mm. like i think it was because maybe when i was i was too young to be reading it and it felt like too real like dying Mm. in a fire and things like that just Mm -hmm. felt too frightening to me and rereading it this time i got like emotional while reading it and i like i felt guilty for having written it off like i just like there's something so it's so different from the other books in the yeah. series and it kind of doesn't follow the same formula that usually ha- happens and it to me it's the most sentimental of the books yes and it's kind of like if we we're gonna way too deep it's like a reflection on death in a way yes cha-cha diva yes and um so that's that was a surprise for me i also had how i learned to fly on my list <gasps> how here great because i thought it was such a snooze originally but i totally agree there's some really like kind of magical elements of it like flying over malibu in california that was so fun and exactly what you were saying i think maybe i might have taken it a little bit too seriously when i read it when i was younger or something because like the like Wilson's like competition with is it Jackson? I or, think that's right. Or Jack or the Jack? No, yeah, it's yeah, it's the Jack and 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 Wilson Schlammy or whatever. Their like competition with trying to like outfly each other in that whole thing, I thought was too stupid when I was younger, and I found it so charming this this time around. No more um, So I had that, and I also had. Uh, special shout outs to Calling All Creeps, number 50. Oh. I, 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 I didn't dislike it. I just nothing did. And this, this, like, this time around, um, I think there's something sexy and really fun about Calling All Creeps that I didn't <laughs> quite appreciate fully. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to be talking about this book a lot today, I feel like. But I live in your basement oh. where I still don't like it very much, I don't think. But like I thought it was the worst book ever written back in the day. And now I, I think I was wrong. I think like Monster Blood 2, 3, and 4 are like You're the worst wrong. books yeah, ever that's written. right. Yeah. And I think 
it's there. There's some really, really fucked up dark shit that we've just talked about recently about I live in your basement. Mm. So that that surprised me. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I have a question for you, Matthew. Sure. Which books were not as good as you remembered them to be? You know, one of my books that let me down this this reread was You Can't Scare Me, <gasps> number fifteen, because. I love the television episode, and I love Mud Monsters. I think the cover is so sexy and provocative. But while I was rereading it, we didn't get to Mud Monsters until I think the last three pages, and they're not really in the book. And I thought it was a big groaner all the way up until there. And I'd always thought of it as one of my favorites somehow. But when I reread it, I was like, this book is crap. (laughs) So I think I would say You Can't Scare Me was not as good as I remember. Also... I really love The Werewolf of Fever Swamp. And again, I think I've been seduced by the television episodes. I do think it's a good book, number 14, right before You Can't Scare Me. But it wasn't as eventful as I remember it being. And I think that's mm. because the television episode is so sexy oh, and, it's and so sexy. aggressive and scary that I remember this, reading it this time, I was like, I wanted more to happen. Um, I also had two smaller shout outs. When I was a kid, I loved Egg Monsters from Mars. Mm. And I, I, if you remember, I talked about that a little bit. Mm. And for some reason, I was hoping to like it a little more than I did this time around. Mm. And then also Chicken Chicken. Now, Chicken Chicken is a crap book about chickens and witches. But I like had this preconceived notion when we were rereading the books thinking, Daniel's not going to like Chicken Chicken, but I'm going to surprise them all all by telling them how much I love Chicken Chicken because I think that book's crazy and kooky and weird and then when I reread it this time it wasn't as like sexy as I built it up in my head. <laughs> it's so funny that that kind of switched. Yeah. I was like it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But that, but again if I had to pick one that wasn't as good as I remember I would have to say You Can't Scare Me. Mm. What about you? Well you know what I said? What? You Can't Scare Me. <gasps> really? Yeah. Why? Because they're throwing bees in that book? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I am seduced by the TV episode and the cover, and it's you really so forget good. that it takes a while to get to the goodness. Mm. And oh, it still has a special place in my heart, but it Same. wasn't as wasn't ah, uh, it didn't give me what I really felt like I needed. Yeah, the other choice uh, that I had, yeah, give me what I want. Uh, yeah, give me what I need. Um, was Monster Blood two? Yeah. Um, oh, I will agree with that for sure. I, you know, I always remembered it as like, oh, it was so fun and cuddles and the school stuff. But there's so much bullying going on and some of, so much of it is so so ludicrous. And it's just really hard to, I don't know, to get get on board with it for me. And it wasn't, although I, I like Monster Blood, but the sequels just don't really do it for me. But I thought I remembered Monster Blood 2 being really exciting. Um, but... It, it kind of dragged. I think maybe kind of there was some stuff was missing. And I remember was... really liking the ending and the idea of Cuddles the hamster. And there was a bunch of like paraphernalia or whatever that mm-hmm. came out yes. that was like with Cuddles and Mud Monsters. So I think it built us up to believe that these were these like iconic legends, and it, they weren't legends. Legends only. Le- legends of the Lost Legends. Those were some Lost Legends, actually. Mm, yes. Um, okay, now I'm going to ask you. Uh, just kind of, we're gonna. At the very end, you guys, of this episode, Dan and I are going to break down our top five each. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then our favorite. I cannot. And we're going to say our favorite. <laughs> but before we get there, I just want to ask you, just what are some series highlights for you? What are some high points throughout the series? Um, Some high points for me. Uh, Night of the Living Dummy. Ooh. Work. The Haunted Mask. Yes, girl. Uh, One Day at Horrorland. Mm. To me, I'm picking out the ones that, like, excite me, and I literally feel like the series peaks a little bit and yeah. adds something really luscious to it. Yes. Um, Ghost Beach. 
Phantom of the Auditorium. Yeah. A Shocker in Shock Street. Oh. Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Oh. Curse of Camp Cold Lake and The Haunted School. Wow. Take us all the way through. What about you? What are some highlights for you? You're going to be hearing a lot of the same ones. That's right, girl. Um, Say Cheese and Die. Mm. The Girl Who Cried Monster. Yes. The Haunted Mask. Oh, God, yeah. Phantom of the Auditorium. Get nasty. Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. Mm, piano. Um, Shocker and Shock Street. Ooh. Um, Camp Col- the Curse of Camp Cold Lake mm. and The Haunted School. Very. I also think, as a whole... The camp books are very strong in mm. this in this series. Oh, what would yeah. you say is your favorite out of Welcome to Camp Nightmare, The Horror Camp, Jelly Jam, and Ghost Camp, and The Curse of Camp Cold Lake? Which is your favorite camp book? That's a really tough question because I actually really love all the camp ones. Yeah, they're all pretty strong, aren't they? Ghost Camp was better than I remembered after rereading that one. Yes. And, and I think the Horror Camp, Jelly Jam, is a nasty legend. I think it's uh, very nasty. I kind of went back and forth with all of them for for multiple reasons. And for a sliver, I thought maybe Ghost Camp, because of the wild ghost stories that are told. Yeah, I love those. girl, you know I have to give it to The Curse of Camp Cold Lake. Yes, I was going to say The Horror Camp Jelly Jam, but when you're presented me with The Curse of Camp Cold Lake, I can't choose anything but. Um, What is the name of the, the lead in Curse of Camp Cold Lake? Sarah? There are just some nasty moments that I just deeply, that really tickle me so deep down that um, I believe it's part of my genetic makeup with yeah. Curse of Camp Cold Lake. Mm. So, Matthew, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, oh, is your answer the same for the camp? Question? Best camp book? Oh, I was going to I said Horror Camp Jelly Jam, but then you present me with Camp right. Cold Lake and I have to choose that yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. But they're all very strong. They're all very strong. good twist endings. And they it's... should have been the sequel to the Goosebumps movie. Mm. So... Uh, uh, what are some series um, dips, some real low lights for you? I would of say a the Monster Blood series as a whole. Mm-hmm. I know, girl. And we've talked about it enough, so I'm just going to move on. Um, the Barking Ghost. Mm. You Can't Scare Me. Mm. Say Cheese and Die Again. <laughs> and you know what one I really don't like? Tell me. The Blob That Ate Everyone. I know you don't. I don't. I don't. What I don't. Ha- I have to say that we are so similar. My answers were Monster Blood 3 in specific, mm. um, The Barking Ghost, and yeah. Say Cheese and Die Again. Oof. Oh, God. It's just not good. I Yeah, I don't like that one. Oh, it makes me feel sick. Makes me feel phys- fistically sick. Oh, I'm feeling sick. Oh, no. Are you going to retch? N- ask me a question. Okay, Dion, what is the scariest Goosebumps book? I think we know the answer to this. Let's say at the count of three. One, two, three. I I live in your basement. It's too scary. It's too scary. Like I said earlier in the series, I always thought A Night in Terror Tower was the scariest. Because when I was a kid, that's the one that I had to like put down and it scared me. There's something very real about all of it and the torture and... Tortured? Did you say tortured? Tortured? But then when you present me with my insides flopping out, my eyes rolling back and my teeth and just the bad dreamy like darkness of I Live in Your Basement, it's got to be that one. I think it will inspire me for a very long time with its nasty twists and turns. And just the idea of, oh, wait, I I forgot. I wanted to show you something. And then just pulling your insides out is is really satisfying. I'm getting too scared. Ask me a question. Um, Which book do you believe is the sexiest now i had a hard time answering this question because spoiler alert the next two questions are which one's the sexiest and which one's the nastiest mm-hmm. they're two different questions and i had a hard time deciding what was sexy and what was what was nastia lucan so <laughs> i i right now 
I wrote that the sexiest was Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Mm. Because Halloween is just so sexy. The idea of mm. a bunch of Jack-O-Lanterns with fl- hissing flames shooting out of their faces, mm. screaming at me to eat more candy is just very sexy. Mm, that's good. What about you? Well, my answer was Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Well, I actually, had t- I was tied. Um, it was Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns and then also Curse of Camp Cold Lake. Oh. Just, oh. just like some of that beach nasty twistiness and oh, just the ghost singing in the, the snow-covered woods and the cover and just, it just feels, but maybe it really is Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. It's very, very uncomfortably sexual for Okay. Me. And why don't you ask me a question? Okay, well, which one's the nastiest? I think we both know the answer to this one, mm-hmm. but there are going to be some runners-up that I want to talk about. But Do we want to ca- say together? At, at the count, count of three, three, let's say our nastiest, okay? okay? One, two, three. The, the haunted, haunted school. school. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nasty. Just the drinking, the blackness. Mm. And if for some... No Na- color in the drink. No, if, if, if for some nasty reason you were listening to this episode and you have not read or li- you somehow skipped the episode of The Haunted School, drop your panties right now and go listen to that episode because that it is just – it is – I mean, that's that could be in the running for sexiest too, but it is just – It's No, it's definitely the nastiest. It's the blackest, nastiest, sexiest. Oh, it's so, it's just, it's so gross and nasty. Nasty is a good word for it. And wild. All It's all the black spewing stuff above the pit. That stuff yeah, just is these just – kids drinking these cups of black stuff and, and just spewing it on each it. other and all over each other. And their old-timey oh, clothes. It's just like – I can't imagine so it getting nastier, can you? No, but I will give you some, some – some um, greatest hits uh, runners up and someone we have not talked about a whole lot so far which I think is frankly shocking but I'm going to say Night of the Living Dummy 2 mm. because Slappy is so inherently nasty and we have not talked about Slappy a lot mm. um, there's just Slappy is just so so nasty and and at that and at that talent show <laughs> spewing that green gunk all over the kids and I just know like, it's, it's truly very nasty so like honestly we could say Either Night of the Living Dummy, Night of the Living Dummy 2, or Night of the Living Dummy 3 are all nasty books in their own right. And so it, it's definitely the nastiest series. Like, yes. Oh, I would, you know, how, like how about if, this, Daniel? Yeah. If the, if the nastiest book is The Haunted School, the nastiest character is Slappy. Oh, I can't think of anyone nastier. Me neither. But I also wanted to point out um, I thought when we're talking about like uh, nasty twist endings. Oh, and we... I know we're going to talk about endings in a little bit, but I think the I think Ghost Beach has kind of a nasty ending. Oh, it's nasty. You know what I mean? Where it's like these cannibal old ghost ladies, old ghost people who eat dogs. Like that's kind of nasty. Mm. And I also think there's something very nasty about Stay Out of the Basement. Oh, you know what I mean? Just like this, like dad who's turning into a plant, and just like just like chopping up plant dads, and just like sexy chlorophyll is that's kind of nasty. Princess. Yeah, there's something kind of nasty there too. So it's I want to give very a nasty. Out. Yes. Um, whose turn is it to ask who? I'll ask you a question. Okay. So uh, this is really hard. Okay, this mm-hmm. question is super tough. I'm tempted for us to do a countdown and yell out our answer. Um, it, but it's a real, it's a really, really hard choice, and I just stuck with one, and I'm sticking by my man. Same. But what is your favorite cover in my, the original '62 Goosebumps? Books? My favorite, although don't get me wrong, I absolutely, deeply love a lot of the covers. Yes. My absolute favorite that I could stare at all day and all night. It'll be the background on my phone for as long as. Um, Are we gonna I, say it? The I shall three? live. Yes, we we can. I I think our answers might be different though. Oh really? Yeah, but uh, let's go for it. Let's okay. see what happens. Are you guys? Are you listeners? Listeners, are you ready? This is my favorite cover. You ready? Okay, one, two, three. The Night of, of the Camp Living Cold Dummy. Lake. 
<laughs> they're similar though yes wow you're right daniel that's a good one for you no i'm just kidding no, that, that's you're totally right what a what a provocative fantastic cover that is i just really uh, like there's something about slap slappy slappy as drawn by tim jacobus on that very first book the for the first time that is is a scary b nasty and c sexy yeah and I see myself in Slappy sometimes, and I have this. I just was telling you this. I have this, the original artwork signed by Tim Jacobus framed in my room, but it fell down and shattered. The glass shattered everywhere. Like shattered glass. Yes, glass. Um, and I could stare at it for hours and days, and I will. And it's very, it is the background of my phone. It's, it was the background of my laptop for a ver- laptop for a very long time. And I'll never get tired of looking at it. I could look at it all day and all night. Yeah. And it's scary. And it's, um, it's iconic cute, too. I think when people iconic. think of Goosebumps books, that's one of the ones they think of. I think. I thought you were going to say The Haunted Mask, but of course, Curse of Camp Cold like, is very strong. There's lots of sexy eye contact. It's summer, but it's fall, and it's also it, the, um, the, dark the ref- and um, glittery and beautiful. The reflection of the gorgeous skeleton mm, it's very with the beautiful. eyelashes in the water, I just could get lost in it. I actually have a, a Curse of Camp Cold like, pin that Daniel got me. Thank it's you so true. much. Where did yes. you get that from? I got that from um, Creepy Company. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, there's so many I could stare at forever, and when Daniel and I went to that Goosebumps art show a few years ago and you got your slappy um, original print or whatever there were so many I, I think I even bid on like Deep Trouble there were like a bunch of books that like the covers are so good it's very rare that there's like not a co- There's it's very rare that there's a cover that's not like fucking incredible but like I think I'm. I just stuck with Curse of Camp Cold Lake, and I'm gonna just stay with that, just to be, just to, mm, for my sanity. I'm really into that. Yeah. Now, one last question before we jump into our top official top five. Our favorites, yeah. Um, tell me, you know, every good story comes in threes, right? The yes. beginning, the middle, and the twist. That's right. Tell me your favorite twist. This is also really hard. And earlier today, I was like staring at all the Goosebumps books on the floor, and I literally went through all the books and was trying to to decide what's the best twist. Um. So I'm gonna give you my answer, but I'm also I have a I have a not a runner up, but the, like an honorable mention. I would say my favorite twist is the girl who cried monster, and mm. that is at the end of the book. If you remember, Lucy is is thinks she's trying to get eaten by her, by Mr. Mortman, the the school librarian, who she finds out to be a monster. But then it turns out that Lucy and her family are all monsters themselves and eat other monsters. Mm-hmm. And I think that set the precedent early on in the series that like, wow, that's the twistiest twist that no one saw coming and kind of flips the whole world on its head. And it kind of informs, you kind of would, after the after the girl who cried monster, I feel like readers would start to expect that kind of flip it on its head twist, yes. and we would continue to get twists that were similar to that, like um, my best friend is invisible, or um, like vampire breath, or something like that. Where, or well, even welcome to Camp Nightmare, like these yeah. t- twists that like totally flip the world upside down. You know? Yeah, really effective, really and, very and, good. And uh, tell me yours, and then I'll tell you my honorable mention. My favorite is A Shocker and Shock Street. Mm. I I really love... That's good. I, I love that the twist is so extreme that we move from the protagonist's point of view to, to a different character's point of view, and we realize that the protagonist's are robots. Yeah, give me they're, robots all day. Yes. 
there's something about them being robots that really um, pushes it up to the top for me. And I find robot robots very sexy and nasty. Mm-hmm. And I really deeply love that sort of wild, wild twist of there being, it turns out... <laughs> They're just robots the whole time. Anything with robots, I'm all in on. I wish the TV episode had handled it better. Yeah. But the book itself is wild. I love that twist. Um, My honorable mention for one of my favorite twists is a book we have not mentioned at all. Um, It's number 28, The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Oh, yes. That that is a really good twist. And that's also a really, really good book. And I was thinking, because if you remember the twist of that, his annoying little sister, Tara the Terrible, you know... um, uh, she's super, super annoying. And when the family gets this, you know, haunted cuckoo clock, and when you flip the little bird head around and travel, you travel back in time, and um, Benjamin Button style, and Michael, our lead, you know, travels back in time so far that his little sister was never even born. And when he resets time and he comes back to like present day. There's no more Tara, which is one of the only times in the entire series where there's like the annoying bully character who gets what's coming to them. You know what I mean? Usually the bully always wins out or like there's a twist where it's like, oh, no, the bully again. But like this one, it's like the annoying little girl. She doesn't even exist anymore. And he's and like, it, I'll go back and get her someday. <laughs> and, and I don't know. I just really love it's that dark. Ending. I like that. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Ooh. OK, shall we say our top five? Do we want to go? I, I I have to preface this that I didn't do a five, four, three, two, one. It's just five. Well, here's mine. I had a top four easily, and I do not know who's going to fit into the fifth slot. Well, I think, hmm, I think what we should do is we should say our top f- five. Well, we should say our our top five, but then also say what our absolute top fa- our number one is. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't go one, two, three, four, five. I can go number one and. F- you know, five, but you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. Okay. So since I have a top four and I'm not sure about my fifth slot, mm-hmm. I have, maybe you can help me decide on my fifth. Okay. And then once I have, I have, I have, I have, let's see. Do you have options for your fifth? I do. Do you want to go through those options and then we can. We'll select the fifth and then I'll, and then we'll go back and forth and say one each. Okay. And we'll end with our absolute favorite. That's correct. Yes. That's good. Um. So. I was looking through the books that I, the grades that I had given them, and mm-hmm. a lot of my grades didn't stick when I was older. But like some books that I surprisingly gave A minuses to, and this might fill in that slot. I, Daniel, I gave my hairiest adventure an A minus. Oh, fun! I gave Werewolf Skin an A minus. Yeah. I gave Say Cheese and Die an A minus. Mm-hmm. The Girl Who Cried Monster and Let's Get Invisible. I would say out of those that I'm leaning towards Say Cheese and Die or The Girl Who Cried Monster. Same here. I think those are your top two choices. In fact, there. I think I know. I'm gonna say say cheese and die. Very nice. Say cheese and die. Number four. What about you? Give me one. One of mine is um uh The Haunted Mask. Mm. Yes. Classic, perfect, quintessential goosebumps book, Halloween, everything you've ever wanted and more, the haunted mask. Phenomenal. Yep. Um on that line, one of mine is Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Ooh, that is just, that is, that's too good. I read it every year and it's just, 
everything I've ever wanted. I remember seeing that book cover for the first time and thinking, this is how I feel on the inside. This is all I've ever wanted. And that book delivers, girl. Oh no, now I'm questioning the rest of mine because I really, I don't have Attack of the jack lanterns in there and I feel like I really need it in there. Well, give me another one of yours. Another one of mine is A Shocker on Shock Street. I knew that would be one of yours. It's such a good book. It's such, it's, it's such a good book and... It's everything. I don't, I don't, I'm getting, I don't know how to replace, I don't know, I, I have to have a top six. Okay. And Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns has to be in there. Okay. But there's also a Shocker and Shock Street. Wow. I, it, it, it's, it could be a movie. It's filled with so much it's good epic. stuff. There's a, a, a roller coaster inside of a haunted house. Yeah. There's what? that nasty graveyard scene. There's so much stuff in it. I just love it so much. Yep, that's good. Okay. Um, is it your turn to give me one? Yeah, so, so far I've given you Say Cheese and Die, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns, but now I'm going to give you The Haunted School. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. I'm going to give you The Haunted School. Late bloomer, like in late in the series, and it just like goes back. It's I just love it. It's like we said before, it's just so nasty, and I love stuff set in a school. It's scary, it's dark, it's creative, it's unpredictable, and... I absolutely love it. It's definitely in my top ten for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Give me another one. In your top five. Um, Curse of Camp Cold Lake. Oh my God, that was my next one. Curse of Camp Cold Lake has it has everything I want. It has a wild ghost with a with a song that appears with a twisted backstory. There's a crazy twist. There's. Uh, so much fun, nasty, weird stuff happens in it. Iconic cover. Yes. Um, summertime, but also chilly. Yes. And scary. Scary. And uh, I feel like um, it feels like a wonderful movie that would have been my favorite. And I feel like it has informed my writing and my creative process mm. because of just the structure of it. Yeah. And I just love like being buddies and you'll be my buddy forever. It has a really twisted sense of humor that deeply speaks to me. Yeah. That other people I don't think would find funny, but for me, I find hysterical. No, I identify with that book. Yeah. So that's your, that's your next one. Yes. Yeah, so I haven't said my favorite of all time yet, but my top four outside of my favorite are the curse of camp cold, like the haunted school attack of the jack-o'-lanterns and say cheese and die. Mm-hmm. So what's your last of the top four? That's not your favorite before I get to the number one. Yeah. Uh, I said, welcome to Dead House. Okay. Because it is the first. It is the first book I read. It is dark. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It is a slow burn. It feels a little more adult. I love the idea of the phrase dead house. I love the title. I I used to live in your house. I love that phrase. I used to live in your house. Um, And now I'm like, I used to live in your house and now I'm dead in your house. Like, that is so funny. Yeah, you're right. The tagline is so great. You're right. When you make new friends, make sure they're, check to make sure they're alive. Yeah. It's just iconic, classic, can't go wrong, love the cover. Um, Just, I could just cry. Yeah. Could just cry. So uh, tell me your favorite. My favorite Goosebumps book of the entire first 62 series and probably all yeah, who am i kidding it's my favorite goosebumps book of all time i is know your answer number 11 the haunted mask that's right and like do i even need to say why i mean like i really i actually don't think you do but please you're welcome to it's a perfect perfect book 
it's a great story about a girl overcoming things and being misunderstood set at Halloween time. It's absolutely dripping with October and Halloween. Drip. And it is as good as a Goosebumps book gets. That is the Lord's truth. I love me some Carly Beth. Can you guess my favorite? What have you said so far? I have said my top six are... Um, a Shocker on Shock Street, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns, The Haunted Mask, Welcome to Dead House, Curse of Camp Cold Lake. I know your favorite. Do you, want, do you want to say it? Yes, it's Night of the Living Dummy. That's right. Night of the Living <laughs> Dummy, number seven, is not just because of the cover, but because there's such a... You love Mr. Wood? I love that the whole book is about Mr. Wood and not about Slappy. <laughs> it stars, like, annoying twins. Chris and Lindy and their Chris green bubblegum. Chris and Lindy with their gum. green bubblegum. And it's violent, and it's so strange. And it's the, our first introduction... It is really good. ...to, like, antiquated, weird sort of tropes, like ventriloquist dummies, like that's a thing. Yeah. And junk jewelry, and... It is wild. <laughs> it is so wild and weird. And it is a perfect book because of the twist at the end, introdu- really, truly introducing Slappy. He's found in a dumpster. It is everything I love about Goosebumps books and more. And I, I still feel like I want to get a Karu Mario Donaloma Manu Carano tattoo at some point yeah. on my buddy. And on your buddy. It is seven, number seven is my favorite number. It's my it's my lucky number. It's just everything about it screams to me in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's right. Oh man! Wow, I just love all these books so much. Me too. I it just it makes me feel all warm inside. Everyone who's listening, what's your favorite? Yes, please tell us your favorite. Which one do you like the most? Is it Night of the Living Dummy? Is it the Haunted Mask? Is it a, other a, another one we we haven't mentioned at all? Is it Legend of the Lost Legend? Ooh. Is it the Beast from the East? Is it the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena? Is it How I Got My Shrunken Head? It's probably not. Probably not. Well, we have some friends that, one of our friends, shout out to John Claft. His favorite book is Egg Monsters from Mars. That's true. You know? That's what's so fun about having 62 books to choose from in the original series. A lot of people have different favorites. A lot of people stand One Day at Horrorland, which we haven't even mentioned. Yes, that's true. Yeah, people love One Day at Horrorland. One Day at Horrorland is a great book. It is a great book. I think that it it might be in my top 10. Yeah, people love that one. There was a Goosebumps bracket. What was it, last year? Oh, yes. And it, it was... I think it was Night Living Dummy, Say Cheese and Die, The Haunted Mask, and One Day at Horrorland were the final four. That sounds about right. Did I say, well, Welcome to Dead House, no, was in there too. Oh, interesting. So we're we're amongst like the you know the good the, good the greatest hits. Yes, absolutely. Yes, tell us your thoughts. Which ones do you love? Thank you guys so much for joining us for these past sixty-two books. Oh. And like we said in the Monster Blood Four episode, there are so many more to come. We've some of my favorite and Matthew's favorite or Matthew's and my favorite stuff. We haven't it, even talked about it yet. Yes, it's true. There's some really great stuff, stuff that is up. so funny, so scary, <laughs> so good. That's true. We've talked I about our favorite scared. books, but some of my favorite things written by R.L. Stein are in ever. Some books coming up. Yeah. We haven't even touched haven't on even yet. Haven't gotten there yet. Get oh. ready. Should we tell everyone what's coming up next, or should it be a surprise soon? I think it should be a surprise. Wow. 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 One thing for sure, though, you guys, you're going to be in for a scare. Yeah, so please let us know all your thoughts. You know, are we totally wrong? Are we so right? What, which ones do you stand? 
Um, legends only. Lost Legend of the Lost Legends only. That's true. You can tweet us at my Twitter is Matthews I Robot Eugene and my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. This is Daniel. You can say hey to me on Twitter under Daniel Montgomery and on Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery and you can say hey to both of us in email form. You can email us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. Yes, please email us. Do you promise? Pretty please. Oh, oh please. This was so much fun. I can't believe we we made it to this point. I can't believe we did either and I can't wait to see what's next. What if there's some crazy twist that this whole time we've just been Goosebumps Robots programmed to do this podcast? (laughs) That'd be completely ridiculous. It would explain something, some of what's going on inside of my <laughs> oh, I know. We should have had a twist ending to the end of the 62. Why didn't we think of that? Well, that was kind of it, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess you're going to have to keep listening. If, if you, you dare.